All right, let's bring in Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sportsbook now. And let's start with the Thursday night game, Pam, because, you know, we're sitting here and we're looking at a Jags-Jets game where there's certainly something on the line for both teams. But we got a big question mark with the Jets at quarterback right now if it's Zach Wilson. Can we trust the Jets with Zach Wilson at quarterback? The answer is you never trust the Jets with Zach Wilson as quarterback. So as long as he is behind center, it is a hard pass for me. I'm instead, I'm a huge Jags fan, so I'm not sure that I'm looking at this game entirely from an objective standpoint. So I'm going to look to the total, and I love the under on 38 because there's going to be some like really questionable weather conditions. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be windy. I'm fine with snow. I'm fine with a little bit of rain, but once you start giving me some wind, that kind of changes it for me a little bit. And Trevor Lawrence, as much as I love Trevor Lawrence, and I think that he has made such progressions in this season alone in the last few, especially in the last few weeks, do we not remember his butterfingers that he had back in week four against the Eagles? How much of that was playing against a Philadelphia defense? Or how much of that was that that was Lawrence, supposedly his first time playing in a weather game in his football career? (laughs) And now we're going back to a weather game situation. I'm kind of a little bit worried here for my Jags. But it is never Zach Wilson. So look to the total and bite the under because the Jets still have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, they've been absolutely unreal. Uh, We were talking about this right when last segment and here, you know, when we had maybe right before you came on, which is, you know, Gardner Minshew in an emotional spot. You know, Mike Leach passes away, his friend and mentor. He leaves practice, speaks at the funeral. And all of a sudden now he gets the start. Eagles plus four and a half. I would imagine it goes all the way back up to six where the the line moved when Jalen Hurts was sort of questionable. Do you think that that motivation of playing for your coach has merit where the Eagles could actually win this game with Gardner Minshew? I absolutely believe that there could be some merit when it comes to motivation, but I'm somebody who goes off of numbers and stats and data points. I don't know how to measure motivation, so I only look at what the data tells me And there's two reasons why the Eagles can still not only cover this game, regardless of whether it's Minshew or not, but come out with an outright win. And it's because you're kind of really fading the Dallas defense. Yeah. For part one, you have like running back Miles Sanders. The Dallas defense is 22nd in opponent yards per pass, uh, yards per rush attempt. And in back-to-back weeks, they allowed nearly 200 rushing yards to the Jags just last week in the epic like comeback win. And 100 of which came to Travis Etienne and 78 from Texans running back and Damian Pierce. The Eagles still have one of the best run games, regardless, even though Jalen Hurts is not in the option right now, but you still have Miles Sanders. And not to mention that the Eagles still have one hell of a defense. That pass rush is Mm -hmm. so sick. They are first in sack percentage. And because of at least two players that they have on that roster that can knock Dak Prescott off of his game entirely, Hassan Reddick and Javon Hargrave, 22 sacks combined between the both. And we have seen when you put Dak Prescott in a pressure situation, uh, all of a sudden, all of that flair just kind of goes away. And then all of a sudden, Kellen Moore is making these play calls that he shouldn't be making just because he's got Dak as quarterback. You put that into a situation, I still very much like the Eagles to cover in this spot. So the fact that I moved from six to four and a half, that's also indicative that we don't, uh, betters don't mind that it's not Jalen Hurts behind center. Yeah, it's an interesting narrative too, Pam, when you look at uh, Jalen Hurts and his MVP candidacy, right? He was the favorite, and now Patrick Mahomes has surpassed him. And some of this is a, just kind of looking towards the futures, whether or not he's going to play a couple games, miss a couple games, whatever the case is. I'm going to p- play a little bit of a hypothetical here with you, but it has a possibility of happening, so I feel like it's something we can at least look into. Let's say Gardner Minshew goes out there and plays well, and maybe it's two games. The Micah Parsons comment about is it Jalen or is it the Eagles team? 
if Gardner Minshew plays well in this offense, could that hurt Jalen Hurts' MVP candidacy, not just missing the games, but also seeing that another quarterback could be plugged into this offense and still play well? Unfortunately, I was not ever somebody to be on the Jalen Hurts to an MVP in the first place. I think Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes is a rightful favorite at this point, and it's purely just because of the strength of schedule. If you look at who the Eagles have faced, they have played some of the biggest cupcakes in the NFL League. You're talking about New York. You're talking about the Saints, Jacksonville, early in the season when they're trying to figure out who they are as an offense. The Cardinals have just been one of the most disappointing teams this year. Um, Washington, who was kind of with – Carson Wentz and like Vikings are all over the place. They've just had like a really, really easy schedule as of late. And the things that you see Patrick Mahomes do, he is literally the best football player in the NFL over the last like decade. Like you cannot, maybe there's some uh, retired of, oh, it's Mahomes. And he just does what Mahomes does. Yeah. But if you look at the competition that they have faced and with the talent that's around him, he doesn't have his weapon that he used to have last year, Tyree Kill, and he is still leading the, the league. He is still playing some of the best defenses in the Bengals and the Rams and the Chargers with the competition as far as uh, offenses. Like they have a much tougher schedule. So for me, it's always been Mahomes. But if you're talking about, is it going to hurt him if Minshew does well? Absolutely, because that further goes into proof that, hey, your schedule with the talent that you have around you, it's all kind of helped you look looked a little better than you probably actually are. Texans, Pam, were plus seven uh, in the opening line on, I think, Sunday night or Monday morning. Now Malik Willis is going to get the start. Line has moved from seven to three. How much do you think that line should have moved and what would you do in this spot? Um, if talking in favor of the Texans. Yeah. Um, I mean, what have, like, have they, all of a sudden, Texans are a team as of late. I mean, they were competitive losses, four point loss to the Cowboys, seven point loss to the Chiefs. They were up against the Chiefs. I'm looking at the screen. I'm in Vegas. I'm looking at the giant screen at the sports book, and I'm like, wait, what? The Texans are up on the Chiefs. Wait, okay, there's almost, wait, how close to the end are we? Like, it was very, this is a brand new team at the same token. Are they really trying to win here? Because they're still trying to hold on to that number one draft spot. So that becomes into a play. Um, I like the Texans to cover, but I would never put money on the money line. Would you play it still at plus three, even though the value's kind of gone? Yeah, because is there anything from the Titans that they have shown you that they have been um, a great team this season that can kind of blow teams out of the water? One of the stats that they have for this season is that they do really well offensively in the first half, and that production completely drops off in the second half. You're talking about like 70% of their scores are touched in the first half, scored in the first half, and then that drops down to like 20% and below, and it shows in every single one of their second half score lines. They're only able to put up field goals. They're, the touchdowns are – they can't they can't come around to getting any. So all these teams that they do come up against, they end up coming back from behind and winning. This is just not a team that's going to cover spreads. So, yeah, for me – I would choose the Texans, and if it ends up dropping to two and a half, put them in a teaser. Talking to Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook, Bet MGM tonight. Yeah, I, I'm with you on the the Texans. I've kind of fallen into now. They're they're my team that I look at and go, just so close the last two yeah. weeks. This is this is their chance. I get it now. It becomes one of those situations where you say it and then go, oh god, they're going to get beat by like 20 because that's just the way that this whole thing works. Uh, <laughs> the Lions are the other really popular team right now in the NFL. And it wasn't just Dan Campbell. It wasn't just hard knocks, but it's a team now that offensively, I mean, they've made clear statements and they've got a chance now to make Mm -hmm. the playoffs, which a few weeks ago, that seemed more like a pipe dream. Where are you on the Lions chances to make the playoffs? I love the Lions. 
are you on the same board as me as like yes. all of a sudden yeah. we're all Lions fans yeah. and yes. Christmas, yeah. please get me a Lions jersey because yeah. I want Dan Campbell jersey so badly. Right now, the Lions are plus 125 to make the playoff. There's two ways that you can go about this. Um, first off, you can bet that at plus 125, or you can do like a money line rollover and just bet the money line this week, 17 and 18, and you're probably going to get better odds for then. But I love the I love the Lions here to make the playoffs because this defense, I know we're talking about you know Jared Goff and the offense looks good, but it is the defense that has impressed me because in the last three games, the Lions have held opponents to 5.7 yards per play compared to 6.2 earlier in the season. The Lions also held opponents to 2.9 yards per carry versus 4.9 on average. Like something has gelled and come together for this defense. All of a sudden, they have a rushing defense and it is stopping opponents in their tracks. In the last seven games, the Lions may be six and one, but more important is they have forced 12 turnovers in that span so not only are they stopping the run game but they are forcing turnovers in critical moments as we saw even against the jets when they forced an interception on zach wilson all of that is coming into play where last year they had competitive losses now they're turning those competitive losses into wins this is a legitimate playoff team i love dan campbell the culture that he's he brings Every morning before I go to the gym, I watch his videos and I'm like, I just want to run through a brick wall for you. <laughs> and if I feel that, imagine what the players feel in the locker room with him. So I love Dan Campbell. I love the Lions. And I'm hoping that we really do see them in the playoff. Yeah, me too. Chiefs, Pam, have not been able to cover these big numbers. Haven't really been covering much all year. They are now up to minus 10 at Arrowhead against the Seattle Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Seattle very, very desperate just to try to stay in the hunt to get into the playoffs. Uh, what do you like here? I love the over on this one because, as you mentioned, the Chiefs cannot separate themselves, but they are still putting up points. Yeah. And quarterbacks, uh, if you look at the quarterbacks that Seattle has faced, John Wolford, Sam Darnold, and an injured Brock Purdy that still had a solid two-touchdown performance. Now, the last two quarterbacks, the last two good quarterbacks that Seattle has faced was Derek Carr and Justin Herbert, both of which had at least 300 passing yards, at least two passing touchdowns, and then both put up respectively 40 and 23 points. Jared, even Jared Goff, who I love as a quarterback now, he's had a great offensive line, but he himself threw for nearly 400 yards, four passing touchdowns. So what do you think Patrick Mahomes, who leads the NFL in every passing statistical category, is going to do to the Seattle defense? It is so vulnerable. So I would imagine that definitely I can foresee like the Chiefs are going to end up scoring 30-plus on their own. So I would look to the Chiefs team total over or just the full game over in 48 because the Chiefs, even them have been susceptible. Um, they're back at home after back-to-back -back road games. They have faced a very difficult slate of defenses in the Rams and the Bengals and the Broncos and the Chiefs defense. They even allowed Russell Wilson. We have not seen Russell Wilson cook once this season. <laughs> all of a sudden, goes up against the Chiefs. He throws for three touchdowns, the most that he's had all season long, plus the most points that the Broncos has scored this season. And then they let the Texans, they followed that up with the Chiefs, let the Texans put up 24 points or four inside the red zone. Both of these defenses are very susceptible, so I love the over on 48. Got about a minute left. Uh, there's a ton of games that are going to be involved with uh, all kinds of winter weather. This is the time of year where you got to pay attention to the weather report and a lot of games, too. Mm -hmm. Our co-host, Ryan Horvath, is left early with his family to go back to the Chicago area because they may get, like, 40 inches of snow. Like, it's just looking like oh, it's going to be wow. an absolute blizzard there. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I think they actually said something like 20. 20 uh, inches, they said, yeah. Bills are 8.5-point favorites in Chicago. The total is at 40.5. That could be a really sloppy one. How do you look at that game? 
Um, I love the Bears in this situation. Um, I mean, Justin Fields, he is an absolute gamer. He has no quit attitude, and the Bills have not covered games. You're talking about the Chiefs not covering. The Bills haven't either. The Bills have won five straight, but they're two and three against the spread in those games. Since playing Green Bay back in week eight, the Bills are one and six against the spread of at least a six-point favorite. Justin Fields is a baller. Chicago has playmaking ability between Fields, David Montgomery, and now Khalil Herbert, who's back from the injury report. Um, it's a solid trio of backs that can keep Josh Allen off the field and keep within this number. So I love the Bears catching plus nine at home. Speaking of ballers, you are a baller, Pam. That was love awesome. It. Good stuff. Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook. <laughs> Appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us.